For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Previously on Sports Yak. Hi, my name is Corey Mann. I'm a lowlife, but next to me is the 2019 Hall of Famer. Sportscaster, sportscaster, his name's Chuck You're really enjoying this, aren't you? And now, here we go, maniacs. This is stupid. Here we go. Start the dumb podcast. From South Bend, Indiana, who types this stuff? Just run it, hit play, hear it, get it done with. I'm Jim Short. I'm an icon. All of you are beneath me. And now here he is, the class of 2019 Indiana sports writer and sports cop, Casters Hall of Famer, Chuck Freebie. Who cares? Really? And that other little blowhard jack wagon, he's the other guy. This audio noise is brought to you by Big and Tall Outlet Ian Elkhart. Big and Tall Outlet features big and tall men's clothing from many of the leading big men's catalogs for 50% off manufacturer's suggested retail price. That's Big and Tall Outlet on Napanee Street in Elkhart and at BigandTallOutlet.com. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter as well, because big guys got to look good too. The number one most downloaded sports podcast on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Sports Yet. And welcome to another episode of Sports Yak. Hi there, my name's Corey. With me as always, Chuck Freebie. Hall of Famer! Woo! Not living that down for a long time. <laughs> We're going to try, but <laughs> nevertheless, I, I just hope that when people get done listening to this show, they don't sit there and say, oh, they let him in the Hall of Fame? I don't think they'll To do which that I would all. say, Mom, relax. <laughs> Calm down, B. Gene. Uh, I saw a really cool tweet. I think the Cubs put this out. And it was the pitchers and catchers, and it said something like, "What a great sound hearing the hearing the ball leave the glove and to the glove of the catcher." Made me think about this because I know of your love for baseball. Best pitcher ever, your favorite pitcher. Oh, my favorite pitcher would probably be Nolan Ryan because just because he could throw. I mean, he threw seven no hitters in his career. He could just throw. Throw that speedball by you, make you look like a fool, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the durability of his career. The fact that, you know, Nolan Ryan, yes, he came into an era when pitch counts started to matter. But when Nolan Ryan started pitching, he didn't care about no stinking pitch counts. Mm-hmm. He just stood out there on the mound and kept throwing and throwing and throwing, and it was great. Who is considered the best pitcher of all time? It's hard to say because the game changed so much over the years. For instance, Cy Young's record of 511 career wins will never be touched. Okay. But you have to remember, Cy Young pitched basically every other day. Mm -hmm. And 
he pitched at a time when when the game was completely different. Uh, then you then you evolve into people like a Nolan Ryan, a Greg Maddox. You it, it depends what you're looking for. If you were looking for pure speed and and things like that, guys like Feller and Ryan and even Araldus Chapman today who throws at 104 miles an hour. Uh, then you had guys like Maddox who could just pinpoint you and, and take you apart. He didn't throw the ball usually much over 92 miles an hour, but it's his where he ability to mix pitches and locate pitches and keep a hitter off his timing, because really that's, that's what pitching is. It's trying to disrupt the timing of the hitter. Okay. And if you can do that effectively, you can be a good pitcher no matter how hard you throw. Who's awesome right now? Who's awesome? couple oh, names. Well, Jacob deGrom from the New York Mets had an ERA well below two last year. Won the National League Cy Young Award despite the fact that he didn't really have that great a record because the Mets could generate no offense behind him. Mm-hmm. He would lose a lot of games last year, one nothing, or two to one. But Degrom is terrific. Uh, I think you take a look in in the American League. Corey Kluber is a consistent Cy Young Award candidate. He's very good. Last year, uh, I thought you saw quite a bit of of good pitching. I don't know that there are that many great pitchers in the game right now. There are a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. John Lester for the Cubs, very good pitcher. Uh, but I don't know that you have a lot of great ones. Let's talk about tonight's basketball game that seems to be getting a lot of media attention here locally, including you broadcasting the game tonight. Well, this is Adams and Riley tonight. Uh, this will be played at Hadaway Shack, which is the oldest active gym right now in South Bend, built back in 1940. But it's a tribute game to the South Bend Central Bears. South Bend Central as a high school closed in 1970, but it probably has the best athletic legacy of any South Bend school. They won three mythical state championships in football, and when I say mythical, they didn't have a tournament before 1973. Okay. So it was just a matter of the polls saying, okay, we believe this is the best team in the state. And South Bend Central had that honor in football uh, a couple of times. Outstanding swimming and diving school back in the 1930s. They won six state titles, excuse me, seven state titles in the 1930s in boys swimming and diving. They won two high school basketball championships, 1953 and 1957. Those were South Bend's only high school basketball championships until Clay won it in 95. Uh, They also won a state championship in baseball, golf, track and field, and wrestling. So Mm. just an incredibly diverse school. If you didn't see Tom Noy's article in the South Bend Tribune on Thursday, I encourage you to to go online and find it and read it because he talked about how this school in the middle of downtown South Bend. I was going to ask geographically where was it? It, right downtown? on the corner of Colfax and Williams in downtown South Bend. Okay. And, in fact, the school has been turned into apartments now. Mm. Uh, but how this school was a melting pot for South Bend. So black and white, at a time when black and white didn't really coexist too well in a lot of cities, 
black and white coexisted very well at South Bend Central throughout the 1940s, 50s, and 60s. And they did a great job of making the only color that mattered blue and orange rather than black and white. Okay. So tonight's a little difficult for you, though, because the numbers and the jersey colors are a little different than what you could have prepared for. Well, fortunately, they sent me a copy of the roster yesterday because they're wearing the old South Bend Bears jerseys. Riley will be the road team, so they'll be in the blue South Bend Bears jerseys. And Adams, as the home team, will be in the white South Bend Bears jerseys. And so the Bears at that time, their number scheme ranged from the 30s to the 50s, which is different than teams do it today. Yes. So it's nice, though, because some of the players today, their grandparents played for South Bend Central. So Gabe Johnson, who plays for Riley, he'll play at Bethel next year, his Grandpa wore number 50 at South Bend Central, so he asked if he could wear number 50 in this game. So normally he wears three for Riley, but he'll be 50 tonight. And so uh, it should be a great scene. The South Bend Adams cheerleaders, I know, have been decked out in the old South Bend Central Bears cheerleader uniforms. Uh, The band will play the old South Bend Central fight song. And I think it's a great attempt by... Jim Seitz, the principal at South Bend Adams, and the people in the South Bend School Corporation to try to engage some of the alumni who may feel somewhat disenfranchised. I mean, let's face it. If you went to that school and it's been closed since 1970, what do you have to pull you in and make you feel like you want to go to a South Bend sporting event i get that okay so i think it's a great attempt to bring in maybe these disenfranchised people and also teach some of this history to the kids who go here now to help them understand hey look here's a high school that really stood for excellence there was an expectation there Mm -hmm. of winning and i think that's what the south bend schools want to get back to and they're trying really hard It's, look, it's not easy, and society has changed a lot since South Bend Central existed. I'll be very honest, there are far more single-parent families now than there were back then, and I think it's hard for some of these families to to understand what it was like back then and, and the success that can be had, and I think it can still be had today, but it requires effort. Can we hear from the head coach of the Adams Eagles, Chad Johnson? Is okay? Absolutely. It's really special. We've talked about it as a group. I showed them the jerseys, and then we had some dialogue about it. So the kids, obviously, a lot of them weren't around, obviously, during the, during the – but we talked about the history, what they won when they there, not just basketball, but overall the school, what they've won um, as a school, and how important it was. It was kind of this cornerstone of South Bend for a while as far as athletics, not just uh, in South Bend, but being notarized all over the state of Indiana and, and the world. So, um, so it's really important for our kids to know the history of it first and then appreciate it at the same time. i got to find me a South Bend Bears T-shirt. That's, that sounds like fun. I bet you they'll have some for sale at the game tonight. Be, you, should, be, you should come over and yeah. see this one. Uh, also, you know, South Bend Central, you talk about the the legacy that it leaves. John Wooden started his coaching career at South Bend Central. He's hired as an English teacher back in the 1930s and becomes not only the basketball coach there, but the baseball coach. Of course, Wooden then went on to UCLA and won 
I believe, 11 national championships in the college game in the 1960s and 70s. But he's a coach and an English teacher at South Bend Central. And and from the stories I've heard, a very good English teacher. In fact, one of Wooden's problems was he thought grades were overrated. He wanted... He wanted kids to learn and to focus on learning and not worry so much about grades because a B for one student might be the best grade that they could possibly achieve. They had to work really, really hard to get that B, and they should be lauded for that because they learned a lot to get that B. Mm -hmm. For another student who might be gifted in the subject, a B would actually be kind of a bad mark to achieve. And so wouldn't didn't put as much stock in grades as he did in the actual learning. Fiery competitor as a coach, South Bend Central and Mishawaka would have some Texas death matches back in the day, and I guess Wooden and the Mishawaka coaches tangled more than once. Wooden then gets put into the Air Force during World War II, or actually the Navy during World War II. So between 1943 and 1945, he's away and a man named Charles Stewart is running the program. Okay. Wooden comes back Thanksgiving weekend of 1945, and the policy was that if you left for the war, nobody was going to lose their job. Well, Charles Stewart wasn't exactly fond of the fact that he had coached the team up until this point, and now John Wooden was coming in to take over. And Wooden and Charles Stewart never spoke again. Stewart was a teammate of Wooden's at Purdue, an assistant coach for him for under all these years. But when John Wooden came back from the war to take over what Charles Stewart felt was his team now, didn't take kindly to it. Uh, Was Wooden born here? No, Wooden uh, grew up in Martinsville, Indiana. Okay. Uh, He was a state champion there, went to Purdue, was an All-American basketball player there, and then came here as a teacher in the 30s and 40s. Also on tap tonight, local high school basketball. Some good stuff. Great game uh, scheduled to be over at Penn. It's senior night for the Kingsmen. They're trying to clinch an NIC title, which, by the way, would tie them with South Bend Central for the most NIC boys basketball championships. They'll have to beat Marion in order to do that. The Knights, of course, have Jaden Ivey, one of the top ten scorers in the state of Indiana, but they're a little banged up going into that one. I would make Penn the favorite in this one. Penn really... It, it sounds odd for a school this size, but they are begging people to come out tonight. They have had all kinds of problems drawing for this basketball team, which seems very strange because it's a very successful team, but they're trying to get a big crowd on hand for senior night to honor Noah Applegate and Drew Lutz and Bo Ludwig. So that's one of the games to keep an eye on. St. Joe goes over to Elkhart Memorial. St. Joe's won five in a row. Young team. They've got a sophomore star in J.R. Kinesny who can really score They go over and take on an Elkhart Memorial team. Kyle Sears squad is having a great year. Northside Gym should be rocking for that one. They'll have a nice event at halftime of that game where the unified team, uh, many of the young athletes involved in Special Olympics, will play a basketball game to raise money for Indiana Special Olympics. Uh, Mishawaka is at John Glenn. It's homecoming for the Falcons. We'll see how Glenn does there. And up in the state of Michigan, we haven't talked much about Michigan basketball this year. Lakeshore, your alma mater, is having a good year. They're 11-4, and four, but undefeated Matawan 
comes into Stevensville tonight. Oh, will the Lancer Jim be rocking for that one? Edwardsburg's girls basketball team continues to roll. Caitlin Zaricki is a terrific player. Eddies are undefeated. They beat Vicksburg last night. Edwardsburg boys also beat Vicksburg last night. They're not having the best of seasons, but uh, Edwardsburg, of course, coming off that state football championship, wondering, could this girls basketball team make a long and deep run in the tournament? I think the answer is yes, but we'll have to wait and see. Huge billboard uh, locally in Edwardsburg celebrating the team and cheering them on. Well, they should be, and and I'm, I can't say this. I, I probably shouldn't say it, but I will. Think we're thinking about doing the Edwardsburg Dewajiak game next year. I believe it's on a Thursday night, August 29th. And if that's the case, that might be a, a doable game for 46. Okay. Let's touch on Niles Viking Wrestling real quick. They have a great tradition up there. You know, this is kind of one of those hidden gems that doesn't get talked a lot about because people don't talk that much about high school wrestling. Niles has won five of the last seven regionals in its class. In wrestling, for some reason, it's a sport that they have excelled at. They're good at, and I don't know how much you know about high school wrestling, Corey. But to me, I really admire a lot of these kids because, first of all, it's it's a very tough sport. There's yes. there's a lot of there's a lot of contact. There's a lot of pain. The other thing is the discipline that you have to have to keep your weight. Mm-hmm to where it needs to be so that you can wrestle in your class. And, you know, we've heard horror stories over the year. In fact, there was a, a, a bad story out of Carmel earlier this year about these neoprene suits that they make kids wear so that they will sweat off the weight. Well, that's not the ideal way to make weight. The ideal way is to to watch your diet, to work out properly, etc. And, and then sometimes your body will just naturally take you to another weight class and there's not much you can do it's called growing we're all supposed to do it but uh, Niles has just succeeded and so both Niles and Dewajiak have won regionals this week and they're both headed to the Michigan quarterfinals and then this weekend in Indiana big event where they have the state wrestling finals and they do this at Bankers Life Fieldhouse down in Indianapolis and I don't know if you've ever seen any of the footage of the state wrestling finals. First of all, tonight on Friday night, they'll have the parade of wrestlers come in. So okay. all, everybody who's qualified for the state finals, they come in in like an Olympic-style parade uh, with their school sign or their school banner, and anybody from the school that has qualified walks in. Gradually, they winnow this down on Friday and Saturday. And then when you get to the championship match on Saturday night, there's 15,000 people in Banker's Life Fieldhouse, and there's one square mat with a spotlight on it in the middle of Banker's Life Fieldhouse, and you go mano a mano for the state title. Uh, I went to Lakeshore, so a lot of my friends wrestled. Bruce under Bittenbender. Co- Coach Bittenbender was my science teacher. He's still coaching up there. And uh, what was interesting about when I went to high school is in the middle of those years, Vision Quest came out. And poured fuel on, you know, a great oh, wrestling yeah. movie. And everyone's like, well, I want to be a wrestler now. So you had a lot of people jumping from uh, football to wrestling and a lot of people jumping to soccer as well because soccer kicked in in the late mm-hmm. 80s at Lakeshore. Lakeshore and Nwajak, still a big wrestling rivalry. Tell me about uh, the Magic Johnson tweet to Coloma. You know, this was kind of neat. There's a, there's a young man up at Coloma 
uh, by the name of Zach Goodline, who has been a terrific scorer for them for all four years. And he is setting records up in southwest Michigan on the high school scene and climbing up the state of Michigan scoring charts as well. And as he climbed up the state of Michigan scoring charts, he happened to pass a man by the name of Irvin Magic Johnson on the scoring list. Magic, who, you know, say what you will about the whole AIDS thing and everything, has always been a class act in terms of how he's handled himself with other people, Mm -hmm. Uh, was kind enough to send a video, tweet a video directly at this young man, congratulating him on passing his scoring record, telling him, hey, look, you know, um, there's great things for you in the future. I believe he's going to Huntington University, so you'll see him play teams like Bethel and Grace and Goshen. Mm -hmm. And so the young man, of course, you know, retweeted this Magic Johnson video because who among us wouldn't if Magic Johnson gave us directly a shout-out? And so I saw it on his feed and said, how cool is this? And kind of sent it out so other people could see it too. There's plenty to watch this weekend. We've got a, a doubleheader on the radio for you on Saturday. Indiana, believe it or not, the Hoosiers have lost 9 of 10. And believe it or not, they're still considered on the NCAA tournament bubble, which tells you how bad the product of college basketball is right now. But they are still considered on the bubble, and they go to Minnesota to take on Ricky Patino and the Golden Gophers. And if if Indiana can somehow turn it around, the one thing going for them is the caliber of play in the Big Ten and the caliber of wins they have with victories over teams like Michigan State and Louisville and Marquette might be enough to push the Hoosiers in, but you got to start winning some games at some point. So we'll see how Archie Miller's team does tomorrow at 2. And then at 4 o'clock, Penn State takes on Purdue. Of course, the Boilermakers still very much in the thick of the Big Ten race. They're a half game behind Michigan and Michigan State for first place in the Big Ten. Penn State coming off a win over Michigan earlier this week, but that was at home. Now they have to go to Mackey Arena where the Boilermakers have not lost this season. Notre Dame women's basketball. Notre Dame women's basketball actually has the weekend off. They will play Monday night against North Carolina State in Raleigh. NC State, a top-20 team, lost to Syracuse, I believe, earlier this week. But that game was in Syracuse. Uh, we'll have to see how the Irish fare when they go on the road against a quality team. Last two times that they've gone on the road against a high-quality team, a top-25 team, it hasn't gone well for Muffin McGraw's squad. The guys travel to Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. This is a uh, a yeoman effort for Mike Bray's team. They go out and they take on a Cavalier squad that is obviously a top 10 team, maybe a top five team, maybe even a number one seeded team. And Virginia just locks you down on defense and executes so well. It would be a shocking, stunning upset if the Irish were able to beat the Cavaliers. Uh, Irish hockey tonight, Wisconsin uh, here this weekend. Jeff Jackson's team skating well. They picked up a nice 5-2 win over Michigan on Tuesday night. Now here come those we-don't-need-no-stinking-badgers into 
the Compton Family Ice Arena. Boy, this, Corey, is a rivalry that goes all the way back to the 1960s. When Notre Dame rejuvenated its hockey program, this is one of the first schools that would play. They were in the old WCHA, and they had some knockdown dragout fights in the old North Dome of the Joyce Center. And hopefully that kind of spirit can be rekindled tonight inside the Compton. Let's check in with Derek from Big and Tall Outlet. He is a massive baseball fan. Everybody's excited about baseball because we are excited about baseball. Have a small sale going on. We have some 2016 Chicago Cubs World Series jerseys. Anthony Rizzo, number 44, Chris Bryant, number 17, and those we typically sell at an everyday low price of $99.99. We have a sale going right now where those are $75 each, and they are available in sizes extra large tall all the way through 6X. And that does include talls, and I know there are a few sizes where like not both players are available. Somewhere around three tall, we have one player, and 4X, we have the other player, something like that. I don't remember exactly how it breaks down. So, But I also wanted to touch on a few other things while we're here. Just because I'm a Cubs fan doesn't mean that you're a Cubs fan. And we do carry other teams in store. So we got some the Charcoal Brewers, Charcoal Indians. This one um, has Francisco Lindor's name and number on the back. Charcoal Pirates. These are all by Majestic. Available in assorted sizes up to probably 4 or 5X, maybe 6X in some. We do have a, uh, you know, uh, what is it, San Francisco Giants Buster Posey. So this... This one and the Lindor then would also have the team name on the front where the Pirates and the Brewers are just the jersey. It's not a player jersey. Uh, those are available on our website, which is bigandtalloutlet.com. It's big and tallouletcom And our phone number, if you ever need to give us a call, is 574-293-0111. And you can reach us that way. You can always send us a message on Facebook. You guys have a great day. We will talk to you later on. I wish you all the best in the 2019 baseball season, and uh, hopefully we all have a great year. You're not on the road with Notre Dame baseball. Oh, why do you have to ask me this we're, question? We're I, here. I, we're here now. Yeah. They play against Arizona State. You you'd be on an airplane yesterday oh. or the day before. Um, I went over to Frank X Stadium yesterday to wish the guys good luck because I've known this coaching staff ever since they came to Notre Dame. Yes. Uh, spent well. If you're a senior, I spent three years with you as your broadcaster. Um. Even some of the sophomores were, you know, happy happy to see me again, and and sadly had no clue that I wasn't going to <laughs> be oh, going boy. with them on the road. So they were a little bit uh, taken aback. There, there's a part of me that certainly misses it. I mean, you know, I'm doing baseball play by play is one of the things that I love to do. Yes, and uh, I thought I was pretty decent at it, and they thought so too. It. My job performance had nothing to do with why those games aren't on the radio anymore. Okay. Uh, so do I miss it a little bit? Yes. I will say the travel does wear on you somewhat. Oh, yeah. I um, saw it on you many years. Yeah. So 
That part I'm not going to miss. Because you gone for these long stretches of time. Well, like tonight, I would have missed this great event in South Bend. Yes. Because I was on the road with the baseball team. And, you know, you have to have perspective on these things, too. Sadly, in this town, college baseball doesn't mean that much. No. Uh, and part of that is because the baseball team hasn't performed to the standards that they did under coaches like Pat Murphy and Paul Maneri. So now it's a much tougher road for them now, too. They're in the Atlantic Coast Conference, which is a really, really good baseball conference. All that said, there's there's a time and a season for everything, and perhaps I need to adjust to the fact that the time and the season for me is to no longer be chasing a college baseball team. Well, let me tell you this. There's a reason why you're in the Hall of Fame. You're really good at it. I listen despite a loss. <laughs> What will you think you would do to scratch that itch? Because it is something that you love. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm hopeful that at some point Notre Dame for its digital telecast that they're doing for the ACC network mm-hmm. might type tap into my skills. Okay. Uh, I'd be happy if, if they asked me. I also know that they try to use that as a platform for their students to have a broadcast experience, and I can appreciate that because – Got to start somewhere. You got to start somewhere. Yeah. Um. So I'm not sure. Maybe maybe we'll look around and find some high school baseball games that we can do on 46. That's a bit of a crapshoot because we all know what the weather is like around here. Right. And there's no guarantee that a game that is scheduled is going to be played. Okay. I mean, we have that problem in basketball, and they play indoors. Imagine what it's like with baseball or softball. Would there ever be a South Bend Cubs opportunity? I don't. I, I never. In place, I never say but. never, but uh, they have they have an award winning broadcaster right now, and Darren Pritchett. I don't see that change. From South Bend, Indiana, you know where that's at. I don't. It's Sports Yak with Corey Mann and Chuck Freeby. This is Jimmy Shorts. I have something for the class today, and please follow me as we go down this rabbit hole here. Here we go. Right before the sports yak, I went upstairs to the Lassie kitchen and started a pot of coffee. The coffee maker that we have here makes a sound right when you start it up. I don't, you don't drink coffee, or I, you don't drink it that much. But I do, I have heard this sound from this thing before. Does okay. it sound like a beating no, or, not that one. Okay. It, that that happens during it. But there's a little sound when you hit the start button of, well, let me tell you what this sound is an exact duplicate of. Okay. Go to the CBS Sports college basketball theme from 1993 to 2003. All right, let me find and it. And right at the start of the song will be the exact sound that the Lassie coffee maker makes. Because every time I make a pot of coffee in this place, I wind up humming the CBS College Basketball song for the rest of the morning. Can I have the years, please? 1993 to 2003. That's the sound it makes. (laughs) Play it again. That's the sound right there that that coffee maker makes upstairs. That I've not heard. Yes. So, with that in mind, and being the music aficionado devotee 
fan and admirer that you are. Mm -hmm. And being somebody, you don't necessarily have a great history in watching television sports, but you do have some. What is the best sports theme music for TV that you've heard? Now that's ABC Wide World of Sports Spanning right the there. Globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory. I wouldn't I wouldn't rank this as and the agony of defeat. It's a memorable open with yes. the guy that goes over the ski jump, but it's not the most memorable of songs. Uh, the one that I think most people will go with is Round Ball Rock by John Tesh, which was used by the NBA on NBC and is now being used by Fox Sports for some of its college basketball. And when you heard this on a Sunday afternoon, especially in the 90s when Michael Jordan and the Bulls were thriving, you knew it was time to sit down on the couch and get ready for a couple of hours of entertainment. Is this it? Oh. The NBA on NBC is brought to you by... And you said John Tesh wrote this. Yes. Wow. <laughs> now that's that's a great one. I'll tell you what, CBS has had some pretty good success over the years. If you go to CBS's college football theme for the SEC, mm-hmm. that's a pretty good one too. This one, uh, hang on a second. This is more of a video game here. That's right, Chuck Freebie. It is. Was that from Tecmo or something? This is NBA Jam. He's on fire! <laughs> but I know you maniacs out there, you probably have something that strikes a chord with you. This is a college football Saturday right here. So it doesn't, you know, now in my mind, Chuck, so all my rowdy friends are here on Monday night. Does that's, that count? That, yes, of course that counts. So would the are old, you ready for some football? That counts. Yes. So would the old ABC Monday night theme, like, I'm not sure if it was the original theme, but it was the one back in the 70s. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. of a fox sports one well fox has yeah fox is very familiar now yeah with the uh especially with the nfl one this is huge that's all of their themes right on all of their sports programming. yes that's become and these things become ingrained in you now there have been some there have been some interesting ones over the year too if you go to the YouTube machine, which you're on now, mm-hmm. and you go to the NBA on CBS 1970s, <laughs> oh, you're going to hear the best in basketball. Oh, uh, Yes, right there. <laughs> Give it all you got. Take your very best shot and may the best team win. The time is now. The name of the game is action. You, you gotta let this keep playing. Okay. Welcome to 
you go. I don't mean to cross the streams like on Ghostbusters, but does that give Think a run for its money? <laughs> no. No, no that does so? not give Think a run for its money. Although the the technology in the open, that kind of electric look to it, uh, that's that screams 70s, doesn't it? Here's one that I liked uh, that probably doesn't count. Well, now these are wrestling intros. That's sports. Well, it is. I was just going to say that's that's kind of a different category. You, that might be a show another time is we talk about the best wrestler music intros. All right. I may have turned on the rabbit trail. I'll, I'll pull it back on track here. Oh. Can I get a hell yeah? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. So what do, would you like to ask the Maniacs their favorite sports TV theme, sports theme. TV sports theme song of all time. At Sports Yak with two Ks on Twitter. Let's say good morning to Jay Hampton. Catching up on the Sports Yak episode 58. Want to have some fun? Listen to the half speed segment on half speed. <laughs> he laughed out loud. That's funny. That's funny right there. Oh, yeah. We yeah. talked about that in an earlier Yak, I oh. think. I mean, we sound slow enough anyway, and then you put us at half speed, and now the, the wheels are really grinding. It's like brought to you by NyQuil. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Chuck, I feel we've exhausted what we can. Well, I just want to thank you for a fine episode 62, the Jim Langer episode, the former NFL offensive lineman for the Miami Dolphins. Hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Follow us on social media. Usually it's Sports Yak with two Ks on Instagram, on Twitter. Want to email us? The Sports Yak with two Ks at gmail.com. Final words, Chuck? You'll see the best in basketball when you watch the NBA. When you watch the NBA on CBS. Is it all you got? Take your very best shot and let the best team win. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any episode. I'd hate to miss a second of this junk. The Hall of Famer Chuck Creeby and the other butt monkey. This is Jimmy Shorts. That's good. Now turn it off. Sports For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.